Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Revitalize and Grow podcast, helping you with all your PR and marketing needs. Um, I'm Jenny the host and I am joined once again by my colleague Kate. Hello everybody. Um, Today uh, we are going to look at strategy. Uh, What it is, (laughs) because quite often people aren't always sure, it's one of those terms that gets thrown around isn't it across all kinds of industries. So what we do mean by a strategy um, and how to form it. Um, and then how that will start uh, leading the direction of your marketing and PR tactics. Hopefully, by the end of this, it will all be very clear. Everyone will be, will be a pro by the end, <laughs> end I They won't need us. They won't need us. And it is one of those things. Don't be scared by the terminology. It's horrible, isn't it? You know. And I, I, I'm the same. I, I own a business and I get so baffled by some of the jargon that flies around sometimes it can be really mm-hmm. confusing and actually when you when you when you feel confused it can paralyze you and you don't end up doing yeah anything so what we really want to do is break it down anybody can create a PR strategy um, and there are just some tips and, and tricks that can help you um, and what we're really trying to focus on today are the things that people tend to overlook yeah Um, Because actually it's the things that people overlook that end up costing you time and money Mm -hmm. and actually don't get you the results that you want. So we're great advocates here of if you're going to do something, do it well, do it properly, spend the time doing it and you will get the results. Um, If you don't, at best, you're just going to be doing loads of random stuff without knowing what you're doing. Um, And at worst, yeah, you're going to spend money and and get it quite badly wrong yes yeah there's no point without a strategy you are just muddling your way through various bits of activities that you think you should be doing without actually working towards a very specific goal um and it all just becomes noise doesn't it it does and I think don't don't worry as well I think everybody feels that you have to understand all of this stuff. So so quite mm. often people don't ask for help when they need it because they feel, well, I own a business. I should understand yeah, all about yeah. strategy and, and all of this stuff. And actually... I'm strategic. Yeah. So many <laughs> of us, myself included, haven't, you know, you, you can't be an expert in mm-hmm. everything. Um, so you end up defaulting to the stuff that you know and that you're good at. And um, yeah, it's not that difficult to yeah. do, is it? I think thought we could start with Kate maybe you can take us through um exactly what we mean when we say a strategy when we talk about strategy and tactics some fantastic jargon thrown out there but what do we mean like what's the difference between your strategy and then your tactical activity Mm. yeah we talk about it all the time um and we often find actually that our clients don't really have a strategy they just 
don't. And this can be big businesses, small businesses. Yeah. Um, so you're not alone if you're listening to this and thinking you don't know. You are not alone. And the way that we approach uh, strategy is strategy is really the, the bigger picture stuff. So you need to think about where you are now with your business, where you want to be. And with this, we tend to say, keep it you know, 12 months, 18 months, Mm -hmm. six months if you need to. Don't look too far ahead because, again, it all just becomes a bit pie in the sky Mm -hmm. and a bit too too big to understand. Um, So really think about those three things. Where are you now? Where do you need to be? And how are you going to get there? Mm-hmm. And the tactics of a how are you going to get there bits. They're the, the tactical stuff. It's the stuff that you do um, every single day, the daily activities to help you to reach your goals. Yeah. So is that a good enough summary? Yeah, think? I think. Do you know what I think? We were talking about this, weren't we? We were like, how can we give some good examples without giving away some um, our clients' own little secrets? But maybe we talked about our own fake business didn't we tea company yeah Yeah. we've got we're launching for a tea company and uh we've got some great caffeinated products delicious oh yeah oh yum yeah but we want to go into the herbal tea market we think there's we've done our business research we can see there's a nice chunk of market we can go into um but what what do we need to do so we have our business goals we do which will be, you know, we might want to, yeah, to have X percent um, of the share within a certain t- time frame. And then we will have our communication goals. Yeah. Which will... That could be things like, you know, it could be, okay, we're going to... We, we need to increase traffic to our website by 50% compared mm-hmm. with last year. And I think the thing is, goals and objectives, they need to have those numbers in to make them achievable. Because if you just say, ah, increase traffic to the website, yeah. then yeah. what does that mean? You mm-hmm. know, does that mean one extra sale? Woohoo! You know, it, no, yeah. of course not. You have to put a number in it so that you know what, what you're aiming towards. So it could also be things like encouraging repeat purchases from your existing customers um and it could be kind of increasing your average order value whatever it is make it very relevant to to your business mm-hmm. um and then we were saying with our tea brand weren't we we were talking about you know some of the tactical stuff would be your communication strategy how are you going to tell people you know what are you going to do on your social media do you need to set there's Mm -hmm. all sorts of things and we will come on to that later because I think we're going to break this down into how how you should create this this strategy um and I think we were saying Jenny weren't we that the biggest mistake that people make is they do not do their research and they don't plan they just get really excited like right now we're really excited about our new tea brand aren't we (laughs) so the temptation is right we're just going to start telling everybody how amazing it is along with every other tea brand in the world. But look, we're doing some really creative, funny stuff and, you know, people are finding it hilarious and great, but actually it's not making a dent on any of those proper business objectives. And often it's because there's not the research and planning that's been done that's been done behind it. And actually it's a good point what you said, um, Kate, about sort of having those very smart objectives because that we will yeah walk through now how to start where to start in terms of um, forming your communication strategy and it's very important that throughout this you're always thinking about that measurement side of things and how how you're going to measure success and what those really smart 
objectives are from the very beginning. So um, everything you do as you're planning it, as you're constantly going back and thinking, how are we going to measure it? How are we going to see the impact of this? Um, Otherwise, you'll end up, um, you know, kind of sometimes blindly going down a route that isn't the right way. Oh, it's so easily done. It's so easily done. And the only way to, to... To keep on track is to have that plan in place. Um, and I think there are two really important questions that you need to keep asking yourself throughout. It's the, it's the how and probably more importantly, actually, is the why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we're speaking to clients, we become like annoying two-year-olds, don't we? You've just learned to speak <laughs> and all they do. Yeah. I mean, Jenny, you've got children, <laughs> you know, that kind of why, why. why? Um, but it's amazing how that question can actually really stump you when someone says why Mm -hmm. are you doing that it's not always very easy to answer and if it isn't easy to answer you're probably not doing the right thing yeah um so you will hear us always talking about the why Mm -hmm. and I think if you want to um there's loads of theory behind all of this stuff and if anybody listening wants to learn more about why and the power of why um we're great fans of Simon Sinek who is um he does loads of TED talks he's a bit of a a business guru isn't Mm -hmm. he but he's really inspirational um and he's got books and all sorts so so look him up if if you want to know more about it and he he came up with again as Kate said there's a there's a really good sort of I think it's about five minute snippet he's done on um on of his TED talk and it's so valuable and he's got the golden circle which is the why what how and how actually many companies start from the outside and start talking about what they do and how they do it but they don't actually talk about why they do it and really that's where and it's because it's the the most difficult sometimes thing to explain and that isn't why we do it because we're making money it's not i want my business to grow the why um and he uses the example of of apple mm-hmm. because it's very tangible people lots of people can relate to it and how if you look at their marketing they don't talk about we create loads of um fantastic computers so go and buy one they talk about how they're going to change change the world and have a dent on the universe and we create you know very beautifully made products and we just happen to make computers why don't you go and buy one he explains that and in a much better way it's definitely worth a listen but that's why we talk about um yes yeah, start with that why what is the purpose yeah um before you start going on to anything else. Yep, and you just dropped in another beautiful jargon word there, Jenny. Oh, did which I? Is, yeah, which is purpose. It's, an, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's an important one. And, do you know, this this one really kind of grinds my gears a little bit because I think there's books on purpose. We hear it all the time. What's your purpose? What's your purpose? And, yeah, I think now so many companies feel, well, we need to have a purpose. And so they try and create a purpose or we need to be oh we need to be what are people interested in at the moment oh okay sustainability so yeah we need that to be our purpose and it's like yes you you do need to consider sustainability for your business Mm -hmm. of course you do but is it your purpose is that why you started your business yeah probably not you know um and I think people really overthink the word purpose and ultimately Purpose is just about knowing why your company exists beyond selling products and services. Yeah. And again, that can be a question that people find really difficult to answer. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But it is such an important one. And I think going through 2020, where mm-hmm. we've had kind of quite a, a turbulent year, and I think lots of business owners have been faced with, is my company going to get through this? And I think when when you have those moments, if you don't know your purpose, yeah. then, then there's yeah. probably something a little bit wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so your purpose doesn't necessarily have to mean something really profound it just has to be real and then it yeah. gives you something to build on oh and another sorry another marketing buzzword which had like a little Did bell just, when oh. it goes up no no i was gonna i was gonna <laughs> throw it in there <laughs> it needs to be authentic authenticity yes. authentic that's what you always hear us um comms people talking about but that is it is so true and it's yeah you're purpose has to be real it has to be true otherwise people see right through it and and um it's not what you want anyway you know you want people the people who are engaged with your business properly are those that are bought into your why and your and your purpose and that having that in mind the reason we say you should start with that um when you're looking at your communication strategy is because that should filter through absolutely everything you do you know, all the time it should come back to your purpose and your why. Um, otherwise, you lose sight and you're just another company touting your wares to somebody. Yeah. Um, and people really care about this stuff. You know, there's so much research been done um, around purpose and around what attracts customers to brands. And, and people do care nowadays. The yeah. brands that they purchase from, they really care about all of this stuff. And, you know, Equally, it's it's also true that your purpose might alienate some people. There might be some people who don't agree with what you're doing, but that's okay because actually yeah. it's about building the, the right community. Mm-hmm. No company can be all things to all people. No. Um, and you, that's a really common thing that we find clients saying, you know, who's this product for? Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> or just women. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> exactly. And it can be so generic and that... that just what you what you always have to think about if you've created if you if you've created a business and you've got products and you've got services um they have to be something that people either want or people need and mm-hmm. generally they're solving a problem for somebody aren't they you know if you yeah. think about it most so think about what your business is what problem is your business solving for your customers it's all of these things and it's really stripping Mm -hmm. it back to basics and quite often this is why um, people do come to us because it's very very difficult to do that when you're so immersed in your own business it's really hard and it also means you kind of also have to be a little bit self-critical and that Mm -hmm. can be quite hard too (laughs) yes yeah and that's um, as you say otherwise we, we do, and we'll go through it now, sort of the importance of knowing the answers to all these questions is really important. It's very, very tempting to start trying to be creative and start just doing that, you know, I just want to get out there. I just want to get in front of those people and start, you know, driving our business. And we've got all these amazing, really creative ideas that we're going to do on, yeah, on social mm. media. And and it's like until you've got these things nailed, you know, you you will be going off in a direction that could be the, the completely wrong way. Um, so we do, once you sort of found out your why and your purpose and you've really distilled that, um, again, go and watch this guy's TED Talk. It's, it's brilliant. But um, really drilling down. So as soon as you think you're still talking about the what and the how, 
you know, you need to yeah. delve further. Keep delving until you get to Should that. Should we think about it with point. our with our tea brand? So with yeah. our tea brand, we've been we've been uh, we're, we're a boutique brand. We're kind yeah, of we're quite small, and we're very ethical. So we our mm-hmm. purpose is about sourcing ethically produced tea from all around the world so we're very ethical that's what we care about and we really care about making sure that it's fair trade and 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 all of that Mm -hmm. so that's kind of our purpose bear with me it would be better than that if we prepped at all it would have been (laughs) but once we've kind of got the purpose what we need to start doing is doing some research and planning because in my mind, I might be thinking, well, we already sell tea. So we've already, we know, we know all about tea and we mm. know who we're selling to. We know absolutely everything there is to know about tea. But actually, we're launching herbal teas now. So, Jenny, you are a professional tea drinker. <laughs> well, yeah. If it was an Olympic sport, I would yeah. definitely be in for a medal. Yeah. So... If you were buying um, tea from the place mm-hmm. that you always buy your tea from and suddenly I said to you, hey, you're one of our best customers. We're launching a whole range of herbal teas. Nah. Nah, not for me. <laughs> I'm not. I am not herbal tea drinker. But, but you're our best customer. I, I am. And I enjoy that you also source all your caffeinated tea, black tea, sustainably. And it's why I've bought into your brand in the first place. But... I'm sorry, it's going to take a lot to get me to drink some herbal tea. I'm yeah. not a big fan. So we shouldn't just assume that <laughs> our new product is going to appeal to our existing customers. So I think I think this is a very long-winded way of saying you really need mm-hmm. to spend some time learning who your audience is. Um, because without that knowledge, you're just making assumptions. And if you're making yeah. assumptions, you're going to make mistakes, like I would assume, because... You know, you're definitely the best sales. You're coming through the website, so we've got that goal. We can yeah. surely get that 25% increase just from Jenny. <laughs> no, Jenny isn't interested. So, so again, it's building and spending time getting to know your audience. And there are some there are some ways, yeah. really easy ways to do that. There are, and that's it. And I, I mean, hopefully what we're talking about here, you prob- you're probably familiar anyway, because hopefully you've been doing some of this research before you've even started to launch you know your business or the new um product for your business but then it starts becoming about um really finding out where that audience are what they're doing where you know where they find their products what you know what sort of stuff they're interested in and as kate said there's some really simple simple ways you can do that it doesn't need to you know you don't have to pay for lots of very very expensive research because um as you're likely to be a small business you don't have those budget budgets necessarily but there are simple online tools you know you've got your average google search anyway look at what's being said in the media but that you've also got google trends yeah um answer the public which is one we use quite a lot now that's a platform you get a certain amount of free searches a day but you can type in a term and it will tell you all the things that people are googling around that term so for our tea company we would type in herbal teas and you would look at all the most popular questions that people are searching around around herbal teas and then you can start thinking about right those are the sorts of problems and challenges they're googling so we should be 
answering those and making sure that our communications, when they're Googling for those terms, we're up there, like on page one. I think, again, we're in this really lovely position now. Um, we can access so much data for free. There's loads of knowledge that you that you can get just by just by using the tools such as you know Google. It, exactly as Jenny said, there's there's so many free tools. In an ideal world, you would invest a bit of money and get some proper market research done. But there will always be a cost to that. Yeah, you know, and that can range anywhere between sort of a couple of thousand up to ridiculous yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think what we what we tend to say to people and some practical advice in terms of breaking it down is one way to think about it is who who are your current customers and stakeholders and what do you know about them and you probably know quite a lot about your existing customers so, mm-hmm. so start thinking about that how do they who are they what are they interested in but also if you're launching something new have a think do some research and find out you know and try and break it down into common audience characteristics because you've got to group your audiences Mm -hmm. otherwise you could literally have a million and one different different profiles and you need to try not to make too much work for yourself here so try and break it down into yeah common audience characteristics it could be gender age demographics or it could just be behaviors Um, and then once you've got that you've kind of got your customer profiles sorted and Mm -hmm. then you can start building from there so okay who who are these people what interests them and possibly the most important one of all is how do they like to consume information Mm -hmm. now going back to our herbal tea brand if we were uh, specifically looking to sell this product to the over 60s for Mm -hmm. example the chances are they're not going to be on Instagram and TikTok. That isn't going, yeah. to, be the, that isn't going to be the right platform. And I am being very, you know, generalising a yeah. lot, but but it is a typical. You, you need to know that your audience is actually reading mm-hmm. where you, where you're Absolutely. putting Absolutely, it's just at. sort of knowing them. It, you just need to know them inside out, don't you? Before you can start um, even thinking about the ways you're going to reach them. And um, equally, you know, so we've talked about you start with your why and your purpose. You and we've, we're looking, we know our audience, we know them inside out, we know where these herbal tea drinkers are. Oh, we do. We know. We do. We know how to reach them. <laughs> and then it's also knowing the current landscape and the context. So, this is where you need to do a bit more research. So, you might think it's great that we can just talk about our sustainability and where we source our various herbs for our herbal tea I wish I knew more about herbal I know. tea now it's a really why bad did we example. play it was a bad example I don't know enough about it we should have you know gone for something else but you know you need to know currently and this is again just desk research you can do or you can pay for you know you've got the global web index global web index all those various places that just have um, kind of the growth of that industry or you know what are the trade publications saying around sort of what's happening and when you look at um online and how people are talking about it on social media or yeah within media what are the current topics sorry if anybody heard a grown man it's not me groaning at jenny we have the office dog with us today and i think he's he's snoring in the background well, it's, uh, nice to see it's interesting you just uh, 
<laughs> but you do, you do need to know because then you start seeing some of the common threads. Um, but you also can see the areas that are completely saturated that, do you know what, unless yeah. you can cut through that noise, there's no point kind of just trying to jump on a bandwagon as such. And Yeah, and it's, it's kind of thinking what makes your product a little bit different? Now, one thing that we always say to people when they're doing this research Go and have a look at what other brands are doing. Now, this this could mm-hmm. be your your direct competitors, um, because you'll see things that they're doing really well. You can have a look at their social media and just see mm, what posts are getting you know a lot of attention yeah. and what things aren't working. But it could also just be other brands that you align yourself with in terms of your purpose Mm -hmm. and look at how they're getting their messaging out never ever just disclaimer never (laughs) ever copy copying is bad don't ever do that but it's okay to look and to get inspiration and also Mm -hmm. to see where where there are gaps in the market and I quite often find that pulling together a really simple table of all of the different brands that you're looking at and look at things like the frequency of their communications the different Mm -hmm. type of communications that they have and you start to build this picture and what that picture will do is tell you really good things that you can do but it will also show you where the where the gaps are and it's actually where the gaps are is normally that sweet point that you want to get because that's going to cut you through the noise Mm -hmm. and you're saying something different then to what everybody else is saying so yeah and once you know and once you've done we're still on research but it's so it's so important is it's so important yeah. to just put the time into to doing that research but once you've got you know you've got your audience research you've looked at the landscape and the industry um then it's time to regroup even if you're on your own regroup yeah. with yourself yeah um <laughs> look at really analyze all of that research pull out those key themes and threads that are coming out those real insights and you might you'll probably have 10 key insights so you need to distill it down further and keep distilling and keep going back to that why and eventually you'll hit that speak sweet spot and being like right this is this is what I need to be doing this is my strategy this is my path to reaching my ultimate goal mm-hmm. and then once you've done that you can the fun begins the fun begins the fun yeah you can um, start but I actually find that actually doing doing the research it, it it does take time but it is actually quite fun because what you start it suddenly reveals the answers to you even if even yeah. if what you thought is coming out as okay my assumptions were, were right there's always going to be something where you go you almost have that aha moment yeah. you know yes yeah. that's it that's the answer and and that's where I need to take this. Um, so, so yeah, it, it will 100% do your research. It will save you time and yeah. it will save you money. And everything else that you do becomes easier. And I think most importantly, you'll actually become more self-assured that you are doing the right activity. And then it makes it a bit easier to justify any spend that you need to put behind it mm-hmm. as well. So, well, exactly that. And as you, as we've said before, it's worth noting again that throughout this whole process, you are constantly thinking about how you're measuring. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will help in terms of because, you know, depending on the size of your business, often marketing is the first budget to go. Um, so you need to make sure that you are measuring effectively so that people, you know, you can really show how beneficial it is to the business. And 
there will be a whole episode <laughs> on that because actually it's, it's a you massive know, subject. It's a big subject um, and it's something that we know is a big challenge for people within um, marketing in PR is measurement and yeah. um, showing its value, but it is absolutely possible and we will be... Um, doing a full episode on that yeah. further but down the, the one, line. But the one thing I would I would think is um, don't skip straight to that episode all about measurement because <laughs> no. the two things <laughs> the two things are so closely aligned. Um, you can only measure if you have a plan, if you have a strategy. Yeah. So as Jenny's already said, this is part of the measurement. So don't just skip to the end bit about oh how am I going to justify yeah. all of this to my to my boss. It's all it's all part of the picture I guess pieces yeah. of the jigsaw that, that need to that need to come together um but the fun bit the creative yeah the creative ideas <laughs> yes. which is what we love most of all um some people find it really easy to be creative and to come yeah. up with lots of ideas other people don't and and what I would say is that where possible try and have some fun with this stuff so if you do have a team everybody around the table and just have a bit of fun brainstorming ideas because mm-hmm. actually what you need you need the really creative people um but you also need the kind of slightly more strategic yeah uh, the people <laughs> who are going to play devil's advocate with you a little bit yeah. and the people who are going to challenge that creativity because yeah. you know the, the more different personalities you can get in a room together for this stuff the better yeah. and you know you can always rein in the creativity you may as well go huge yeah. and <laughs> crazy and rein it in but as you say you need you do also need once you because you'll have all this planning that you've done and this research that you've done you'll still know what you need to be coming back to and you'll still know those key uh, the people you should be reaching where and what sort of messaging you're going to them with um, and then you can go as crazy as you like as long as you yeah. keep coming back to that <laughs> that same stuff there are we do we do you know we talk about creativity a lot um and I would say that most of the tactical ideas that we're going to be talking about Mm -hmm. you know there are some common themes that will come up from for most companies in terms of when when you're looking for those ideas and tactics so should we should we go back to our tea brand Jenny and our herbal tea yeah so so what are we going to do we know we know um that we are going we know who our people are we know what we want to do Mm um I guess step one what would I say I I think we need to tell our existing customers about our new product lines because although you are not the target customer somebody else who absolutely loves tea might be thinking actually I need a bit you know I need to stop having so much caffeine it's the health benefits I'm engaged Um, enough with the brand that I would share it with my friend that I knew liked herbal tea there you go so So, although I might not be your key customer I would certainly I'm loyal to the brand so I would recommend it you are our yeah. Who am I, the customer or part of the business? Who knows? Good question. Good question. But I think the, the, the point is that you should always tell the people who are already engaged with your business about a new product or a service, if that's what you're doing. Talk yeah. to those people first because they are important and you don't want to isolate them. They they feel that they're owed an explanation, really, for everything mm-hmm. that you do. Um, so tell them first maybe even you could even offer them um a bit of an exclusive deal because they've been really good customers why don't you reward them you could you could mm-hmm. give them the opportunity to you know try some of the new teas that, that we're launching and actually yeah and actually sort of 
slightly sorry slightly circling back again is that um you do have them there as an engaged audience already so when you're doing your research you know you should already be reaching out to them as well to find out what their appetite is for your new herbal tea Mm. and um their thoughts around it so it's all that can all be part of your research as well and offer them incentives to be involved as you say giveaways freebies anything then they can offer you some insights and help you um to develop your strategy in the first place i think a, a, a massive a trap that people fall into so again launching our herbal teas <laughs> massive trap that people fall into is is going right okay we're just gonna say okay we've got a uh, raspberry and echinacea flavor aren't we good we've spent five years inventing <laughs> this we're using the best herbs blah 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 the problem with that is that you're just talking about yourself so all yes. we're doing is shouting at our customers essentially saying buy me buy me buy me and we're not Mm -hmm. giving them any any reason why and again that goes back to the purpose and everything else and and you should actually be making your communications more about your customers than it is mm-hmm. about is about you. It's that and storytelling again, isn't it? Storytelling. Like. So we tend to operate, again, this is a bit of a helpful tip, um, across your marketing, it's almost that 80-20 rule, isn't mm-hmm. it? So actually only 20% of the stuff that you're doing should be really obvious. Here I am. Salesy. Buy me. I'm yeah. nice and shiny and, and sitting on a shelf. Pick me up and buy me. The rest of it should be stuff that's going to be really helpful to your consumers. Yeah. So for herbal teas, you know, there's a lot of content that we could create, Jenny, yeah, all around health. Of, yeah, I was going to say health and well-being. Health and, and well-being. Which has only increased really as, again, if we've been doing our, which we have, we've done our, we've we done have. our research, yeah. we're looking at the industry and in the current context and... Um, Without wishing to to date today's episode, you know, the the past year, there has been an incredible focus on health and well-being. And there is that's not going to go away over the next year. Mm. So you kind of know already that that's going to be a trend you need to be in on. But equally, you need to be saying something different to yeah. to everybody else so. so so i might say to you jenny if you if you were my client i might say right okay let's then let's create a blog and let's create some really nice content um on our website because i think we always have to think with everything that we're doing tactically what do we want people to do well the, the really obvious answer is well we want them to go out and buy our products mm-hmm. okay well how are they going to do that so right Okay then. So if we're if we're doing a blog, what do we want people to do at the end of the blog? We want them probably to go to our website. Yeah. To go to our we're selling we've got an e-com store on our website and mm-hmm. we want to send them there to make the purchase. But we have to take them on a journey to yeah. get them there, don't we? So if we're doing a blog, I might say, okay, let let's let's do a blog, and we're going to do it over the course of a month, and once a week, we're just going to talk about tips, top tips for people mm-hmm. to really look after their health and well being. But we're only going to mention tea maybe once, twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the client will quite often say, "But hang on a minute, you know, why aren't you them? telling them to buy our tea?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no, I know exactly what it's it's kind of we need to make sure that you're building up again it goes back doesn't it to the purpose and the why um it's it's building that story around that why you know why actually 
eventually you lead them towards herbal tea being a great you know health and well-being benefit but it's it's not always in your face sales um you know you really want to be engaging people on a much bigger level than that and that will again come out of the research that you've done you'll know what's you'll know what they're interested in and you'll know um what routes they go to buying new brands like so that's that's why you really can't skip that really important part and otherwise you are just if you're just got a megaphone and you're shouting at people to purchase your new product it's Mm. yeah you might get some conversions doing that you know people do do run fairly successful businesses and sales will come but i would say that you need to be thinking about anything you're doing as a a long-term goal as well so okay you might get one sale by saying here here buy my tea but what you want to do is you want to keep that customer for a lifetime if you can Mm -hmm. and they're only going to do that if they feel that they're getting something other than tea from you otherwise they'll just pick up whatever's in front of them on the on the shelf so if we were doing uh, lavender tea to help aid sleep we'd probably want to do some really nice campaigns Mm -hmm. all about how how to get a good night's sleep yeah tea being just one little part of that yeah but they're going to feel that value from the information they're getting which is going to suck them into the brand yeah um and make sure that they're loyal customers and that they're happy to tell their friends about it share yeah. the golden that's that's a what you'd want out of any communications you can do that's what you want isn't it the the word of mouth mm. friends recommending things because that's that's exactly mm. where you make those definitely what about media know? relations though jenny what do you think you know quite often and uh, um we go and we meet with clients and they go right we're launching a new tea we want to be in the times we want to be the front page <laughs> of the times uh we want we want all this media coverage um uh, what's the important what like what i don't know what's the importance of media coverage these days how easy is it does it does it do well it do? good good question and we will we will do a bit of a 101 later on as well to delve further into it but i think our experience is people immediately think it's like the best route to go to sometimes it can be a bit of an ego thing it's a, oh, i like seeing my product in a nice glossy magazine um and if that is going to get you the results you need then absolutely you know make it a priority but it's just it's a piece of a bigger pie isn't it it's um where we've talked about previously having lots of different touch points everywhere with with your audience so you want to be you do want to be in publications you want to be in print you want to be online I don't completely believe that print is in decline. I love my magazines. <laughs> I I love, I've got the magazines that I subscribe to yeah. every month. Yeah. They, I love them coming through the letterbox. Um, so they have their place at reaching people, but you can't do it alone. I think where sometimes brands can fall is they think if I just keep sending out press releases that, you know, eventually I'm going to get what I want and everyone's going to come flocking. It's, you know, it's Mm. just a small piece. It's another way to sort of drive awareness, Mm. but it can't be the only thing you're doing. No. Um, It's another, it's it's one of many channels, isn't it? And like you say, it it can be really effective. um, But if all you care about is just getting coverage in magazines, I think, 
you need to question your whole strategy really yes. because yeah. the question you should always be asking is why why is it so important for you to be in a magazine yeah. now, if, if you literally just want the glory that then that's fine but if yeah. it's ultimately driving sales it's one touch point as opposed to the touch yes point. i would absolutely agree and there is and those sort of touch points we we talk about our yes in media relations getting yourself into those publications um that you know your audience are reading not just there's no point in um again i don't want to take too much away from what we'll talk about when we do something very specific on media relations but you know you can get yourself into let's say daily mail online huge huge readership massive if you're reporting on just you know unique users it's it's massive and you can get yourself in and say we've reached x many people and god forbid you start trying to compare that to advertising equivalents (laughs) um (laughs) naughty um it's but it's not it's not necessarily targeted out of all of those people that are reading that publication are they your audience you know are, are you really targeting the people that are going to purchase your tea brand so it's media relations has a place but you shouldn't get too um focused on the big boys you know what you think is the be all and end all these great big nationals because they might not be mm. and but, also it's not easy that is not easy but no. I'm, I'm moving on now to another yeah stealing another another episode Kate. stop that um but yes media relations social media i think everyone knows that that's you know a channel you should be looking at if it's right for your audience mm. um events trade shows consumer shows yeah. podcasts podcasts video the whole <laughs> yeah. look and feel of your brand um there's probably like i don't know like eight to ten key things that you should be looking yeah. at there in terms of the sort of content that you're gonna put out and the types of channels that you, yeah. that you have access to um and, and making need- them work really hard for you yeah absolutely and there's a gosh dare i even mention another um marketing term but um doing so so paid earned shared owned (laughs) um and that's and that is encompassing all of these isn't it so uh all these different channels you should be using and when you are creating your communication strategy you should think about every single one of those so paid is your advertising i'm going to simplify it yeah. Anybody shouting at the yeah <laughs> right now? I know there are others. Uh, so paid kind of your advertising, um, earned so your media relations, shared. So that's going to be your social channels. So that's where you get your community on board and sharing all your content, um, and then owned. So that's your website, a podcast. You know those. And so when you're thinking about your strategy, if you think about that peso model then you will make sure you're hitting all those channels and they're all they're all as important as each other. Mm. That's the thing. There's not always necessarily you can't always say that earned is better than any of those others because um actually they all need to be working together. Yeah. And as we say all the time with with what we do with all of our clients, we're like, let's make this content work really hard across all channels. You can have one piece of content that just yeah you push everywhere great yeah that's really good advice isn't it because otherwise you could sit and you could be well you could literally just become a content writer full-time and and there's probably other things that you need to be doing (laughs) in your business and also 
every single business is unique and and this is the thing so i guess what we're giving you here is an outline to build upon Mm -hmm. but there is no right or wrong i mean there kind of is but (laughs) but ultimately it's your business so as long as you are doing your research and you know who your audience is you know the landscape you know the whys you know the purpose Mm -hmm. you can't go too badly wrong as long as you keep questioning as you're going along okay we're gonna we're gonna do a podcast why what's the benefit yeah who cares is always a really good question to ask actually who who actually cares about what you're talking about so you know for us doing this podcast we think that it's going to be small businesses who care Mm -hmm. because you know we're really talking about the basics um and that's who we're that's who we're aiming at so yeah yeah so you do and you do always have to as you say you have to keep coming back to the why so when you set your strategy um and then you start looking at the more tactical pieces and the tactical activity which we will we're going to break down in in each um episode but you do need to just keep revisiting that why keep measuring what you're doing keep revisiting that why and you know what there's no shame in saying do you know what this isn't the right direction there's no i think sometimes there's a danger where people can or businesses can plow on because they're like do you know what no this is this is what we were doing at the beginning we did our research we set our strategy we we planned this is this should be working um and it might not be and it's fine you know then you need to revisit yeah um have a look at what you're doing and change tact and there's nothing wrong with that but i think sometimes there can be a real resistance to just accept that you need to change tact yeah that's fine and also the world can change very suddenly <laughs> yes. yeah we all know that um yeah. Things change, things happen. You could have the best plan in the world, but you only need one thing externally that you have no control of to change and your whole plan actually needs revisiting. So don't, you know, a plan is never fixed. A plan Mm -hmm. is an ideal. Um, But actually, again, it has to be real. It has to be authentic. And the only way to keep those things alive is to keep revisiting it um, and to keep questioning it as well. Yeah. Is it still relevant? Is it still working? Um, and 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 then you know that's that's really the only way forwards. So mm-hmm. I think I think we've probably confused <laughs> you all even more than before. But what I will say is that we do have some really um, good guides on our website, don't we? we do Jamie? yes, yeah. Um, so you can easily go to um, adpr.co.uk. Okay, yes, correct. Oh, dear. Know your Um, website. (laughs) Know your your website, people. Um, But you can easily access loads of guides um, and and hopefully that will break it down even further and you can actually have something in front of you and you can follow it and it will definitely get you started and definitely get you thinking along along the right lines. Yes, absolutely. And um, as we said, so that was a... whistle-stop tour of (laughs) some planning and setting your strategy and what it should look like and hopefully some good tips in there we will um be moving on and looking at 
each of those different tactical activities um, in a little bit more detail. So we will talk about media relations on its own, you know, and we will talk about internal communications. Oh, that's a big Yeah, <laughs> again, might need a whole series on its own on just that. Crisis comms, all of those things we will talk about in a bit more detail. This was hopefully just setting the, setting the scene a little bit for you, but thank you very much for listening again. Um, if you do, as always, we do want to hear your feedback if you have any questions if there's anything you want us to cover then please do um, get in touch with us you can reach us at hello at adpr.co.uk visit our website check us out on all our socials um and we'll see you again soon bye 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 bye